This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode 126, sponsored by Jim Hanley's Universe, FooComics.com, and DCBSService.com. My God, you talk really fast like the Micro Machines guy.
Hey, welcome to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast, episode number 126. My name is Ron, and I'm physically here with Josh. Hello. And Connor. Hello. They decided to come out to California for the weekend, and so we thought we'd uh, record the podcast. Would that it were. <laughs> Would that it were. So, we're, in, we're in Queens. Let's not, let's not fool anyone. So if you're not familiar with us, we are from iFanboy.com, where we uh, like ourselves the comic books, and we read a lot of the comic books. <laughs> like and, said, and where we like ourselves. We like ourselves. <laughs> and every week, uh, we read a lot of those comics that come out every Wednesday, and then one of us picks the best one and writes a review about it that you can go check out on iFanboy.com under the pick of the week. Um, then we come back here and we talk about it as well as the other books and anything else that it seems interesting to us. Um, before we get on with the show, quick reminder, warning, that we're going to talk about what's happening in the comics. We might spoil them. So um, it's a review show, so keep that in mind. So if you haven't read your comics, you might want to pause and then read the comics and come back and then hear what we think of them. Or check the timings on the show notes. Possibly. You could do yeah, that. Exactly. You could selectively avoid them. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe there's a joke in there, and then we revisit that joke later in the show, and then you're SOL, buddy. <laughs> so um, this week, um, Josh had the pick, and um, it was a good one, so I'll let him take it away from there. It was a good one. It was a good one. Oh, I, I thought, see. No, it was, a, it was a good... My favorite part good of comic. any given show yeah. is waiting to hear the reactions, because it, you know it's, it's probably not a secret, but we don't... We, we try don't get really, along. <laughs> no, we try really hard not to talk to each other, so I never... <laughs> at all. Never. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We try really hard not to. I do do that. I look at my phone. I look at my phone. I'm That's like, why you don't oh. answer the phone when I, I call. Yeah, exactly. I answer the phone every time you guys call. Everybody else. That's because I talk sexy we, to you. <laughs> hey, we try not to talk to each other about the books so that our reactions yes. on the show will be genuine. Yeah. Uh, and therefore, I was saying my one of my favorite things is figuring out how, how that will go. Well, tell us about the pick, and then I'll tell you what my reaction was. I had like uh, 14 books. I think I had a lot of books. And... I read this book second. Which was what book? I'm sorry, Green Lantern number 29, Secret Origin Part 1. Uh, and, and, and like as soon as I'd finished it, I was like, I think that's going to be the pick, which never happens to me. Like I, I, usually I wait right until the end thinking that something will take it. But I was like, you know what? I bet that's going to win. I had my money on Usagi Ojimbo. Yeah, not, not, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a bad week for Usagi, but we're not here to talk about that right now. We're not going to, so don't hold your breath or anything. <laughs> um, Stan Sakai. Now, I have a... T- <laughs> He's at home going, why won't they talk about my book? <laughs> I do talk about the book sometimes. No, I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just, the idea of Stan Sakai listening to the show yeah. makes me laugh. It was just I- like a fill-in. Yeah. <laughs> so, because they go into the woods, it was like a, it was like a morality play. Green Lantern. You want to talk about Usagi Ojimbo? I'm here. I can, I can, I can riff like that. So, uh, who's waiting for Green Lantern? Is it you? I really don't <laughs> like... Um, Jeff Johns. I don't need... No, I like Jeff Johns uh, as a person. He's a good man. I hear he gives to charity. I don't really know that. Um, the show used to get better when we were together, and now it falls apart. Yeah, it totally is. Um, anyway, I, I'm not a big fan of the of the retelling of origins. I feel like I've like like I feel you like know I, Hal's origin. I don't. You know what? But I was thinking. About, I don't know if I do. I mean, I know the I know the Abin Sir thing, but yeah. I don't really know anything prior to that, and right. I don't really know anything because it's after been a that. secret up to this point. Well, I haven't <laughs> gone back and read. I wasn't reading comics in the '60s, right. and I wasn't reading Green Lantern. Because when I started reading comics again, Kyle Rayner was the Green Lantern, and then you he know shall, who shall not be named. He was just named uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. And then and then Hal Jordan came back, and they haven't really like I'm I realize I've never really read any of this stuff. So what this one was actually character development from when Hal was a kid, and about what his father's relationship with him was like, and and then his mother's and his brothers. I just thought it was like well, this is really good family drama, and and it it as I was it shaped Hal Jordan who needs more shaping 
especially the modern incarnation of him. Um, and I guess some of this stuff had been touched on in the Rebirth thing, which I read years ago and don't remember so much right. uh, in minute detail. Um, and But his brother's been showing up in the book lately, and I thought that this gave some flesh to that and uh, retroactively. Uh, you know, it was just fun, and it, it was... Connor and I have spent a lot of time talking about how the Hal Jordan character needs something else that he hasn't had that he does have in Darwin Cook's New Frontier. Drink. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And this really did help to make him a more well-rounded, realistic character. It's important to know for this issue that there's not any kind of action except for a bar fight that features Jon Stewart. It was Jon Stewart, right? I could tell by the hair. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, it was Jon Stewart, yeah. Yeah. Um, And he was a Marine. Do you remember that? Do they know that, or do they never? Probably not. Yeah, just some random marine. I thought John Stewart was like a street tough. No, he was he got a marine. The was he a marine? Yeah. Yeah. I need to reread that book. Yeah. Josh has got selective memory. He doesn't actually read comics. <laughs> if I read it like five, six years well, no, ago, I feel like they put. I feel like they put John Stewart where they need to. Because I think when he started in the seventies, he was yeah, well, the, the, the original. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's, no, but then yeah, the new, the current, the, the current, green, the current John Stewart, he was a marine. Yeah, he was a marine. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. How does that happen? Anyway, like anyway, well, you join the Marines, yeah, and so then you train. But beyond that, beyond that fight, yeah, it's really just a family drama run. issue. There's not any kind of action. It's all about how his brothers and his mother and his father, who's a test pilot, and that it was a very personal issue. Very personal. It, issue. This, okay, I read this comic on the subway, and it was one of those like, can anybody see me tearing up? Like, really? This was this was tough drama. Like this was like punch you in the gut. Like oh my god. Drink. Like like really really personal. Like, Jeff Johns has got to be putting something really personal into that. That's funny, because I always say that, and you always tell me, well, no, right, no, really, this but... one, I was like, this was amazing. How good is he at these interpersonal relationship drama things? I mean, yeah. that's what Justice Society is. Yep. That's, I mean, yep. that was a lot of what Flash amazing. was, and this is like, I was like, this is a really realistic family. Right. I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking at, you got a two-page splash page on, I mean, give it up for Ivan Reese. Give yes. it up. I mean, oh. Was it just me? Like I was, I was, no, no. I, was yeah. I was a few pages in. I was like, "Is he just on it right now?" Oh yeah, this no, is he's so... been getting noticeably better and better in, yeah. in the last year. Yeah, That's I just want to backtrack for a second and say, in the bar fight, they say, "You see that, Stuart?" Yeah, I saw yeah, that. I, no, I yeah. saw the name, yeah. and I was yeah. like, that could have been his first name. That could have been Stuart. Stuart Johnson. Smalley. No. Let's seriously though. Let's give it up for the for the older Jordan brothers' mustache. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, I'm, I'm giving that. I gave I it did, on the mini. I did like giving it here. That. How heartbreaking funny. was the little brother coming in with the present? Oh my god, that's what killed me. It yep. just killed me. And then when he gave it to him, and oh, it's like it, oh my god, it just and like and I like the Hal Jordan narrating and like seeing another dumb mistake. You know, what yep. I mean? like you know, like he's tortured. He's because, totally no, tortured. Cause, no, because the thing is, not even somebody tortured, but everybody looks back on their life and knows the points where they screwed up or oh, all this yeah. kind of stuff. And like you don't see that. Um, uh, um, vulnerability in in comics that much that often, you know right. what I mean? So it's it was really and it was also it's one of those things where Jeff Johns does things that are completely obvious, but like you're like, why didn't I think of that? Or like, why did? And the beginning of it is the whole thing like they say I'm the man without fear. I'm not, and yeah. it didn't come from the ring. It came from my dad, and you're just like, yeah. man, that's just so obvious. And he and it's like he just knows the thing to grab out of the air and put into the story perfectly. And it's never you're never like, oh, that's amazing. I would have never thought of that. It's always like. Wow, that's exactly what needs to be there, and I think that was was the thing that I was just like, wow, it's just strong. It wasn't yeah. flashy in any way. Right, it's just strong. No, it was it was a, it was a great issue. I mean, uh, it, when I saw the cover, I kind of groaned. I'm like, oh, you know, get back to I want I want the blackest night. I want the multiple lens. Well, that's that's gonna be in the background of this apparently yeah, from the well, last which page. Is great, yeah, yeah. They're tying yeah. it back to Dab and Sir. I also think I I really felt the need for this diversion from all of that Green Lantern stuff that's been going well on for timed. a long time. Well, there's yeah. always what's always great is that you have the the very train barreling on the track story and then they always stop and stop for a 
they pull the story out and slow yeah. it down. Yeah. That's they, that's just the central tenet of the storytelling. It's just the way they do it. But I actually don't mind Secret Origins. Okay. I, I like I like retellings. Okay. I mean, that's, that's like sort of been always the you know, the comic book way was every five or six years you retell the origin because you yeah. assume you've got new fans. Yeah, and, and and that totally makes sense. But I think that some of them, like... The problem I, is that the hardcore fan now assume, you know, thinks that the, since, since they've read it always... You're, but your reaction is different. But the reaction I've yeah. seen on our message board is that people are like, well, I've read it before. Yeah, you read it before, but you read it many years ago. But a lot of Green Lantern has shown up. And there's then. a lot of new Green Lantern fans yes. because of all the press it's getting. We have people on our board saying, hey, this is the first show I ever bought. That's yeah. good for them because they don't know who Hal Jordan yeah, this is. is yeah. I, mean, I mean, this is a great, I mean, this is, I mean. If, it's, if you were looking in for a time to jump on Green Lantern. This issue, yes. Go for Green it. Green Lantern yeah. 29, if, you, if you've been hearing all about how good it's been, yeah. 29 is the one to jump on for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ivan Reese, though. Jesus. Jesus. Gotta, so hey, good. look at that. The uh, armed forces, the, the Air Force place he goes is uh, yeah. number, number 2814. Oh, oh that's nice. Nice. Huh? That's nice huh? Look at that. Good. Yeah. That's an Easter egg there, folks. It is. Nice. All right. We've uh, so, certainly beat this into the ground. No, I don't think we've No, no, it was a good. I don't think we praised good. it enough. Well, now I've written a review. I've done a mini. I actually, yeah, you picked it into the ground. I had actually not, shut up. I had not finished my books by the time you picked it. Oh. You picked it early in the day. And uh, I'm always like, oh, what, is it going to color how I see it? Because I know it's the pick, but it, right. it was totally blew me away yeah. that issue. Good, I'm really glad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had no problem at all with that pick. Yeah. So, um, um, a, a late entry to the show uh, was uh, countdown number five. They don't need to know that. Who knew? Well, no, no. I'm just saying. No, we were we were prepping the show, and then and and I had read countdown number five, and then I said to Connor, I'm like, did you read countdown? And I he, said yes. Yeah, yes. And I said, there's, there's some Jim Starlin art in there. And there is now a cohesive, good story going on. The last, look, the, the last two issues. Have, it only took. Took. <laughs> the last two issues have been fantastic, and yeah. it doesn't save the. It doesn't save the line series. The series has got no. problems. We'll, that's we're not. This is not the forum for that. Maybe we'll do another but show on it. But what's interesting is that in the past two issues have changed from telling the broken up different facets of story. It's been totally focused. It's been totally focused, and one character narrating. And it's it's just been really well written and really easy to follow, surprisingly. And just I mean, and it's been good. The thing that I think is funny is that when Countdown launched, Countdown was going to be the backbone of the of this of the DC universe and all this kind of stuff. And like shit's hitting the fan in this book. And as far as I can tell, it's not hitting. Well, the that's because that's not DCU. Oh, it's not DCU. No, that's oh. a different planet. Oh, it's a different so multiverse planet. That's my problem. Um, <laughs> well, you're, you're the everyman though. What's oh, happened? Sure, what's yeah. happened in the last two issues is that the um, big. Disaster that was foretold has, has, un, has come happening. The um, Morticulous virus yeah. been unleashed, and it's making everybody go crazy. And um, uh, what's this guy's name? He's the Omac. He's Kirby's Omac. Buddy Blank. Yeah, Buddy Blank. And w- what this issue does is sets up Kirby's Omac at the yeah. end. The last uh, commandy, last boy on Earth, is set up at the end of this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, but this, that's this okay. Old school. Um, and. Th- what was great about these two was 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 Ron said is that it was totally focused on these two characters by the end of these two characters and then right. uh, in this issue number five there's some heartbreaking stuff that happened yeah. I mean like there's they they're on the run from everybody's crazy trying to kill them and then the animals are, are all um, mutated and at the end this Una the uh, girl from the Legion gets eaten alive by rats and yeah. it was just it was I mean yeah it was it was very <clears throat> who who wrote this one uh, Beechin and Didi yeah Beechin yeah. Yeah. And the great art by Jim Starlin, who who's, it was Beecher. Yeah, it was Beecher. Yeah, yeah. Um, great G- art by Jim Starlin, who's who's writing and drawing the Death of the New Gods mi- yep. miniseries, which has been fantastic. Which I've heard great things about. Yeah, um, it's just been it's really been picking up steam. The last couple issues have been great, which means the next one will be awful. But 
Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll it's see. just next week, though, and it'll be over. Well, yeah, no, we have only got four more. I'm, just, I'm really, really curious to see where it goes. But this this was a great, great issue. I mean, yeah. the last two have been really, really good. Once yeah. they've the biggest mistake they ever made was to say that the whole thing was going to be a backbone. Yeah. yeah. If they never uttered that one phrase, they wouldn't have this problem. No expectations would have been there. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, but but I've, I've been digging it. I mean, I, the thing is that like every now and then an issue of Countdown comes out. I'm like, oh, it's not that bad, and then it's just like it's painful for a month. There's no, there's no. But this has been two in a row that I thought was good. So. Very good. Right? Yeah. I thought more than good. Speaking of good, New Avengers uh, 39, the first official Secret Invasion issue. Yes, and this is where. So um, basically, the gist of this is that Echo gets um, attacked by a scroll, and they attempt to uh, replace. Echo with the scroll. Again, and we're gonna we're gonna sidestep all outside controversy on this. And yes, just deal yeah, with no, the we're ignoring the co- we're ignoring the cover stuff thing. We're ignoring all that because whatever, it's been talked about and beaten to death. Um, but so we, what we do is we get really great character moments between Echo and um, Wolverine. Um, really great kind of conversation in the beginning, and then Echo goes out on patrol or whatever and bumps into Daredevil, who seems to be um, who's a is she figures out very quickly as a scroll. And then the scroll tries to um, says, you know, yeah, okay, listen, st- you know, just make this easy on yourself. Yeah. You know, we've targeted you, and then lucky enough, Wolverine uh, followed her. Yeah. I feel like the device of Wolverine following somebody <laughs> is is getting a little tired in the, he, in the past year. He smells danger. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, this happened in in wasn't in the um, in the Fallen Sun? Didn't Jeff Loeb use that when Spider Man went out or the kid? Yeah. Wolverine yeah. followed him and whatever. But no, but I thought this was really really good, and so we got the first kind of skirmish between one of the Avengers. Echo was in the beginning of the issue. Echo is doubting the scroll, um, the scroll threat, and Wolverine says, "You know, hey, um, you know, like, no, I've been around enough. I know that it's real. I know that it's happening, and this kind of proves it to Echo." Um, and then she sleeps with Hawkeye. And then she sleeps with Hawkeye because you know that's what I would do. Because fucking Clint Barton's a player. That's why <laughs> that was well played. Um, I thought uh, not only was the dialogue Clint Barton has gotten laid twice in this book. He really has. Yeah, that's a good point. He's only been back for a few issues, and he's knocking them down. <laughs> Next month, Natasha. <laughs> but um, but I thought that um, I thought that not. I mean, not only was Bendis's dialogue between Echo and Wolverine, I thought really, really snappy and really, really good. Um, Max comic book art was just great, dude. I, I don't. I don't love his figures so much. They're they're pretty good. Like, but I haven't seen one of his pages in a while because I haven't been I read Kabuki since like I bought the second trade years ago. But his page layouts, yeah, are well, awesome. His, his design eye yeah. is great. Yeah, I mean, just great pages. And of course, you know, him and Bendis have a very close relationship. They've been right. really good friends for a long time. So they they I assume that that means they work well together. And we're seeing that here on the page, uh, man. But let's give it up for Hawkeye. Yeah. No, but but <laughs> I'm I, just I, excited that this happening. It's finally happening. The I scroll think, thing's finally happening. I, I, I mean, I, and I'm really excited for it. I mean, everything I've read, everything, everything that I've seen from the Secret Invasion, all that kind of stuff, has got me really jazzed about it. And I thought that this was, you know, I mean, I love Wolverine after the fight with the scroll, and he's like, "Damn, Cyclops blast, not Nightcrawler's teleporting." Like he's, you know, he's realizing what this means and what's happening. And so, um, so in six months, we'll get the first Mighty Avengers crossover with Secret Invasion. And then... no, but they've been putting them out bi-weekly. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna be caught up. <laughs> it just it's sticking. When, in your craw. When you're when you're when your book's behind, you put Bagley on it. He'll yeah. do two a month. You want three? I'll do three. He's doing weekly for DC. Um, if I had had the pick of the week, uh, my pick of the week would have been All Star Superman. Yeah, I've heard that. Which was very almost transcendent. Really, what Grant Morrison is doing on this book is almost defying. It's almost like you can't put him in a category with all the other books because what he's doing is so much on another level. And when yeah. you combine that with with this story with the art from Frank Quitely, it's just it's, there's no other book out there that is 
I, after I finished with it, I put it down. I was like, I don't even know how I feel about it because it's not like you're reading a comic book anymore. What are you reading? Some uh, Whatever he's doing. Whatever that magic he weaves. You know, he says he does spells on all the books he writes. Yeah. He's got me. I don't know what. You can't doing. see it, but he's looking at us. And when he couldn't come up with the word, he does a hand Fingers. flutter in front of the face. This is the finger dance. Yeah. You know, like this. Where did the lighter fluid come from? What's funny about these books is they're so late. And Frank Quietly's <laughs> art is so spare. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You know what's funny is that I actually just picked up the, the All-Star Superman first volume yeah. hardcover. Yeah. And, and I was looking through it and I was like, there don't seem to be any backgrounds in this book. No. <laughs> so you wonder because there's not a lot of detail. But um, the, the, main, the main thrust of this issue is in the beginning of All-Star Superman, uh, Superman finds out he's dying of sun, too much sun poisoning. I don't know if you've read the book yet. I haven't. I'm sorry. Well, we, uh, we did a spoiler did a warning. Spoiler That's warning. all I'm saying. <laughs> it's not, it happens right in the first issue. It's not like it's yeah. a spoiler. No, it's fine. I, I've he, read the first he, issue. He gets, he gets overexposed to the sun. He gets basically cancer. Mm -hmm. And that's been the, the thread through this whole series. In this issue, he's preparing the Earth for a world without Superman. Huh. So he's... Whatever he, happened to the man tomorrow? I can hear the pitch for this, by the way. Yeah. He, what if Superman gets cancer? <laughs> and then he's going to prepare the world for the world with a Superman. And you're just like, and they're like, yes, Grant, yes, yes. So he, he, he flies a bunch of cancer-ridden kids around the world to see the sights. Like he gets them all on a bus and carries the bus around. <laughs> he, um, he, he's very – this issue is all about trying to get the, can, the Candor people out of the bottle. Oh. And um, where would they go? They're so tiny. Well, he's trying to make them big again, and oh. he's and they figure out they might be able to help him, so they shrink down. They go inside his bloodstream, try to kill the cancer cells, but they can't. Oh. But then he uses them to kill the, the kids' cancer cells, so he cures their cancer. And like oh. he won't talk to Lois because he can't have a conversation with her about dying. Ron, and, stop that! Oh, <laughs> it's just and then he goes to see Lex. He's like, "Look, I'm dying. You have a chance here to be oh. the savior of the world." And Lex spits in his face and like oh. it was just. It was like Jeff Johns is doing the best DCU Superman in action comics, but this is the best Superman in that every panel he looks sad. Oh. Every panel you can see the melancholy that should be in Superman. And he really gets – Quietly does do that, that – The sad face. Yeah, really well. And Grant Morrison really gets the um, – what it is to be Superman in a world. Like there's a burden on your in shoulders. And it looks like – but the weird thing is it ends with Superman's making this – it's, it gets a little weird where he, he's, he's making an own, he's making his own pocket universe to see what will happen to the Earth without him. He accelerates the growth, so you see in the background the Earth like he can do that. The Earth he can do a lot. <laughs> That's of That's worse than in Superman the movie. <laughs> so he's, he he wants to observe the Earth to see he what wants will happen to, cure to his it. Cancer? Why does he just so, turn the Earth backwards? So like at the end of the issue, we get we we go into the pocket world. We see Cleveland and we see a hand drawing <laughs> the original Superman, the 1939 Superman, and he said there's a dialogue saying this is going to change everything. So he's it's, used, he's getting wow. very he's getting very sort of oh my god that's you know, meta that's so very meta, meta on he at the end. did that in Animal Man in 1988 yeah well now he's doing it for a larger audience yeah that's true I really think and this that, is it third time lucky this is the one that oh was 20 god. years ago yeah also. so it's just it's it's I can't explain it almost it's it's very it's very you it's, explained it really well it's almost more than a comic book I see um it's art it's amazing yeah I'm impressed okay so that was my pick of the week All right. I'm but kind of sad I'm not reading Green it. Green was very good. You just made me like be like, man, I wish I read that. Well, you can catch up very easily. It's only 13 issues. Yes. <laughs> 10 issues, 10, yeah. not even 13. And there's, are there t two volumes of the thing? No. There's, there's only one trade out because there's, there's only right. enough for one trade. Yeah. Um, so but if you that. wanted to get that trade. Uh, and you were in New York City, you'd go to Jim Hanley's Universe. It's one of America's best and most progressive comic book stores. <laughs> Jim Hanley Universe offers the best collection of comic book titles and related merchandise from mainstream to manga to minis. Jim Hanley's Universe has it all. I don't know if you go when you go there and you shop, you stare at the, at the statues. Yeah. Every time I do every that, every I do time. every time. Yeah, no. And there's like multiple cases of them. Yeah. So you finish and with they're right there. Good eye candy. I'd buy that one if I 
It's a statue person. <laughs> uh, Jim Hanley's universe is located opposite the Empire State Building in Midtown Manhattan. And at where, guys? 325 New Dorp Lane on Staten Island. That's right. And you can visit Jim Hanley's universe on the web at jhuniverse.com or at myspace.com slash Jim Hanley's universe. Jim Hanley's universe, where art and literature meet. Dot com. You totally started to read that like Kermit the Frog in Muppets Take Manhattan after he gets uh, amnesia. <laughs> when, he's with, when, he works with, when he works with Gil and Will and Phil. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know where I would get comic books. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. I didn't... So let's talk about Queen and Country. Uh, yeah, uh, that's the same reaction I had to Ultimate <laughs> Human number three, which is basically Warren else doing Queen and Country. Or, or, or Sandbaggers, as it were. Yeah, he, uh, that's all I have to say on it. It was just, it was, it was literally, I'm showing it to Ron, it was, it was literally Queen and Country for yep. three quarters of the comic. Uh, Wow. And and it, basically, what it is is it's an angrier queen of country at than the Marcus. end of the last issue. We left off with this. Uh, was it the le- is he the leader? Yeah, this is the leader. Okay, he's the ultimate leader. Yeah, and like they showed him at the end as the and then so we get to the beginning of this issue and it's all about this uh, MI6 agent. I believe he's the C there or something. No, like no, that. he's this is he's the Crocker. Okay, he's Crocker. He's deputy ops. Yeah. Okay. And and I'm like and it's the whole book and you're like why am I what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> and really, there's no. Well, the whole plot is that the British this guy he wants British superheroes and the British are working with Euros to make Euro superheroes. Yeah, he wants British's own superheroes and they're yeah. fighting. It's and like then the pound he, versus the euro. So then he he, he takes two weeks. He takes three weeks off. He takes all his vacation time. He takes Super Soldier Serum to prove that they should have British superheroes and turns into the leader. Uh-huh. It was a, it's a combination of this of Cap Super Soldier Serum stack. Yeah. And the Hulk genes, so he's going to uh, put them yeah. together, and make himself awesome. But he comes, ends up with the giant head that he needs a, a halo leader. to hold up. Yeah, yeah but this leader needs a halo, like right. the, the thing to hold it up. Yeah, the other leader just stood in dramatic poses. So we'll see. <laughs> That's not the leader's pose. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he would stand with his arms out. <laughs> yeah, he oh, would. Yeah, 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 totally would. Uh, Countdown to Adventure number eight. This is one half of a great book. I never read the second part ever. I'm, it did get better. I'm absolutely going to say it got I better. It. it really, it was really? Good. Yeah, I just Dude, couldn't the, keep up. The Adam Beechin parts, I mean, this is kind of odd that that's how good the first half of it is because I don't want to pay four bucks for half a book. But I did the whole way through because I was really enjoying this. And what this tells me is that, A, I would like to have more Adam Beechin work. Cause I'd I like to have more with these guys. It, with these guys. How about Adam Beechin does a good Animal Man? Because yep. I've only read Animal Man by Adam Beechin and Grant Morrison that was worth reading. Yep. Um, even You know what, though? Keith Given did an all right one. Even his Adam Strange is pretty freaking good. Yep. And uh, this has really made me like Adam Strange a lot. Um, By the way, uh, get uh, the best thing about this book was the weird sort of love triangle that wasn't there. Love it. Like the Animal Man was sort of falling in love with Starfire. Mm -hmm. How how could you not? Right. Yeah. Right. Golden. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) and she was like, "I'm not in love with you." Sorry. Awesome. But um, the wife was jealous because she's Starfire. Yeah. 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 I remember that. That that was that. Those seeds were laid back when I was reading. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's totally. It's totally re- realistic because they shared that year together in yeah. space. Of course, Holy. you're gonna develop feelings, and she's and like, she was I don't naked have... for a lot of that year. Yeah, and that's why Adam Strange didn't fall in love because he was blind. He didn't see her. Naked. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but fa- just the first, the first half was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, and like I said, I, I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to down on on Justin Gray too much because that story started off really weird, and it did get better. It kind of got quirky, and I think like he found his voice in it. it. Yeah, yeah. He. Yeah. I mean. He's always. I've never seen anything he's written on his own. Everything he's done with Jimmy Palmiotti, and so maybe it took him a little while to get going. I like the art in the second in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how they're going to trade this if they are, but I have I have a feeling a lot of people didn't read it. It's a great story. If you liked Fifty Two, do you think they'll break them out and do individual trades for the stories? I, is there I, would, I would think not. It would be yeah. a small one because. Yeah. It's eight heavy four issue trade, I guess. I don't. Right. Yeah, that's happened. By the way, I fear that three ninety nine is going to be the way we're going to go soon. 
Oh yeah, well that those writing that writing's on the wall. Anyways, this was if you liked that part of Fifty Two, this was awesome. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna hurt a lot. But um, but when you get a lot of bang for your bucket at, at uh, like, well, <laughs> as long as and it's three fifty, it was three fifty. Trans- Transhuman number one, and that's a that's a bang for your buck book. <laughs> Transhuman was, number one from Image Comics. Uh, John Hickman and J M Ring Ring Ringway 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 Ringwit Ringwit. Well, I'm sure we'll hear about that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, you know what's funny is that it was the afternoon and I was kind of sleepy and I started to read it and I was like, oh no, this is too dense for the attention span I had. I took a nap. I came back refreshed, and I was yeah. like, oh, this is what I want to read. And I, was, and I totally missed the point. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's like, it was just like Apple. And I was like, Well, oh. the, the story of transhuman is, is the future when um, genetic engineering is what, you know, the big business everybody lives yeah. to be. The, the, the age span is in the 80s. It's, gonna, it's about to jump to the hundreds. Right. Um, and it's about the company that – the two companies that – uh, are the big the big genetic engineering company and they they split from one company right. and it's a, and there's, a very, there's a very heavy uh, Apple Steve Wozniak Steve Jobs allegory in here yeah um, the com- one company's called iFarm one guy's last name is Apple they look like those guys so, so that's that's not the plot that's just the allegory right um, but but it's done documentary style everybody's being interviewed. Um, yeah, I saw this described as a mockumentary, which is actually a misnomer, which tends yeah. to be like a Chris Guest silly thing. It's not silly. It's a it's not mock. It's a fictitious documentary, basically, right. um, about creating superheroes, basically transhuman or you know posthumans or yeah. whatever. It is well, and one company them. does it with 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 genetic level changes, and one company does it like cyborgs. Here's the right. thing: I'm starting to be able to recognize Jonathan Hickman's work, like because it doesn't read like other comic books. Yeah. It's a comic book, right. but like. I almost feel like if you took the pictures out, you could still follow it. It's like sequential sequential writing. Yeah, like, I, I, I know that sounds odd, but like you should move into novels. The page, <laughs> no, because it's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, not like other comic books, but it's still in that form. The page with the monkeys, yeah, was great. There's basically it's all these different versions of their experiments, and then the testers. Comment report, and, yeah, their notes oh, on the test monkey, the Wolverine and monkey, and the Cyclops I think, monkey. I th- yeah. yeah, I think what's what's really what's really interesting about, uh, about this for me at least was it, it, it we're starting to see because previously read Nightly News and then Pax Romana, which was written and, and drawn slash designed by Jonathan Hickman. Mm-hmm. This is the first one where he's just penned and someone else has drawn it. Yep. So it's really interesting to see how that that has worked. Um, and it's still, I mean, it's still got that Hickman kind of flavor and that identity. Yeah, it does. And I'm that really, feels like it. I'm really interested in seeing Red Mask for Mars because he both he wrote that, but he also colored it over somebody else's art as well. So it's it's to see how. He, I mean, you know, it's I've heard people say it before, but like you know, but like you know, John Hickman's pushing the boundaries of what comic books are, and in, in a, I think in a good way. So yeah. uh, full disclosure, he does write for Family. Right. Yeah. But I would say that if he wasn't. No, I know, yeah, but we have to yeah. say that. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So. Uh, but that's th- good. I mean, if you yeah. if you're looking for something new and different, and look for new and and heavy. Think- and if you're looking to not feel like you wasted your money on a comic, that's yeah. I mean that'll yeah. you get a lot of them for your for a dollar. Let me talk to you about not wasting money on a comic. Yeah. Connor Connor comes along a few months ago and says, "Hey, this Dan Dare number one's really good." I hadn't even thought about it. I hadn't even hit my radar. It's real good. You're not wrong. No, it is and it's good. all been good. Yep. Uh, issue number five came out. Did you read four? Yeah, I did. I got a hold, I got a hold of it. Um, it was great. Yeah. I, I I just. It's four and five are really good, really, really good. Yes. In a very short time, he's made you care about and and understand these characters, um, and it's totally pulpy. I mean, oh, yeah. there's a little green it's man. It's a throwback fifties kind of kind of book written modern yeah, style, but but, but modernly yeah. and done well. I mean, done yeah. It's really when Digby good. died at the end of four, oh, I was yeah. just like, yeah. Um, there, did you see the news that they're doing a second mini, but he's not writing it? Uh, oh yeah, I saw that. But Erskine's staying. Erskine's on it, right? drawing it, but he's not yeah. writing it. Who's yeah. writing it? They didn't announce the writer yet. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got really excited and really sad. Yeah, this one, this one ends in like the classic, like all the Marines are coming out of the ship and you don't know what it is they're running into. Right. It's just a, just good stuff. But he know? he throws great, like you know, crazy ideas, like the the, the yeah. black hole is, as 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 weapon and yeah. Pluto, and then this is they have they they basically transport a ship of Marines into the middle of the. The main ship Another of the bad ship, guys, yeah, and yeah. it only goes halfway in, so the pilot's dead because he's half in a wall. <laughs> that was great. As a, yeah, that was really good. And it's just it's exciting. Yeah. yeah, and it's been full throttle the whole way. You've got to pick up the story as it goes, as as the plot moves, because you don't have enough time to really sit mm-hmm. and examine it. And like, how how much do you like Dan Dare? I love Dan Dare. I love yeah. Dan Dare. What a great character. He's just like, oh, he's like, the, he's the he's the quintessential just cut through the bullshit guy. Like, yep. we're just gonna get this done. And he's not the reluctant hero no, as no. much as he is the. He was not. He's. I don't have time it, it for any of this. Comes naturally. Comes yeah. naturally. He yeah. is. He is. He is a hero in that he does the right thing. He doesn't do it because he gets off on it. He does it because it is right. I loved it. I guess it was two issues ago when he when he fired the Marines. Yeah. yeah. It was just. I was like, yeah. strong move, man. Yeah, that was good. Oh, all right. Take off your uniform, son. Um, so, which one do you wanted to talk about, Daredevil? Um, I, I, I. I don't oh, know. I'm sorry. I was moving on. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No. Perhaps, I, you I, said it accusatorily. But, um, you said accusatorily. I actually found myself really liking this issue. Um, I, well, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just curious. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because what what this is now is um different art. Uh, Paul as as a seta as a seta as a as a as a This is the show we butcher names. Um, and Brubaker still writing. Um, but you know, so so we've got the this is the fallout of the previous story arc where uh, Mr. Oh, it's really F- just the final chapter of the story. Well, arc. yeah, it's like the epilogue. Well, no, but it's yeah. also beginning a new it's like one. Like the where, postscript. We're basically you know so Matt's um. Matt's wife Mila has, has has been affected by Mr. Fear's fear gas, and now she's in a mental institution. And Matt is just losing his shit all over the place. And you 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 watch this. You watch the him losing his shit in the context of Ben Yurk, um feeling bad for his friend and making the active decision to not cover the fact that Daredevil is going crazy on the streets. And, ben Yurick, the third person of the Marvel universe. <laughs> it's great. It's great. And and I thought. I mean, it it was just. I mean, the, the frustration you feel from Matt when he kicked the Mustang. Even I, I reeled. I'm like, don't kick the Mustang. It was like, you know, like, and, it was, and, the, and the cat and Dakota even said, hey, that's my car. Like, it was, uh, but, dude, uh, not cool. <laughs> but, um, and, and it just like kind of, you know, and just like the realization of that anybody who comes close to Matt gets their lives ruined. And he even sums it up where, you know, Heather Glenn, Gloriana O'Green, Electra, Karen Page, like he just goes through his whole kind of, you know, history of women. And it's just, it's, I just you know. feel like this book's been in the same place for a while. I, I was going to say, I'm of two minds on this one because, while I thought it was well done, it's well written and well written and interesting, and uh, Paul as a setter, uh, good job. He's yeah. awesome. This is the guy's the artist on uh, BPRD nineteen forty six, mm. which yeah. is a really well drawn book. I really like him on this book. Yeah. Uh, and, I thought it was good. I thought it was. A, I thought it was enough of a difference from Lark, but it and but still it's the same tone. tone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Now the, the the other side of me is like, oh, he's. He's I mean, still... when he gets mad, he starts being too violent. I feel like I've read this not too long ago, mm-hmm. I think. I just feel well, like... This, it, in this... this did have echoes of the when he t- took over as Kingpin. Yeah, it's the same, yeah. It's the same exact well, thing. Well, no, except, no, except that, was that, that was where he had just had it and pushed it to the ed- edge on the... Um... It doesn't matter how he got to the edge. He still yeah. got to the edge and did the yeah. same thing happen. It, it's just like, I feel like I'm ready for a new Daredevil story. And it's I've funny. had this one now for like nine months, and I'm ready for a new one. I feel like we need to slough. I, I think he needs a brand new day. Because no. he would make it. No, I don't mean really, but like, if you think about it, think about how badly Miller's got him messed up, right? Yeah. So if they were to get rid of that character, how long are we looking at him to get over that? Right. Yeah. Although they I'm can't you, kill her off. Telling you, Miller's the worst thing that's ever happened in this book. 
I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. It's just that I, I, I. Whereas last issue, I was complaining like, "Thank God, the final the story's over. Let's move on." I don't like. I enjoyed the issue. I enjoyed it. It was you know? good. Yeah, but, technically good. Yeah. But I'm just like, I want a this. new story. What was yeah. this? It was you've had you've had wonderful food. Uh, we did this analogy for Iron Fist last. last did week. we? Yes. Did we? Yeah. Well, there it is. <laughs> it's <laughs> anyway. the same guy. I, I don't. I mean, Brew Baker's technically a great writer. It's just like he. I think sometimes his stories. Captain America has never wallowed. It's always moved forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Criminal doesn't wallow. It's a different story every... Uh, granted, it, it could be said that Matt Murdock, as a character, wallows, and therefore yeah. the book does, I guess. Because he's... God, he's so depressing. I don't know. What, what I thought was really... What I just thought was really good was Foggy and Ben Yurick's concern for their friend. No, that was a great and aspect like the, of it. Yeah, and, and the, the, the emotions that went with it, I thought was really well done. Yes, I agree. Mila, I agree Mila's been the worst thing to be done. And I agree that, you know, I see that, you know, like it felt, feels like the Kingpin thing that Bendis did and stuff like that. But it's still good. Still, you know, it, worth my three bucks. It's undeniable. Yeah. Um, what else is undeniable? Uh, well... <laughs> I guess DCBService.com is undeniable. Uh, <laughs> they have monthly spe- they have monthly specials of up to seventy five percent off. They were where you would go if you were ordering your monthly issues and uh, and things like that, and you wanted them delivered to your house uh, for let's see, lots of money off, forty percent off major publishers, a flat rate shipping of five ninety five on all U.S. orders. You can get anything that shows up in previews. Then there's over fifty four hundred trade paperbacks in stock and available for you today. You can track your orders online. Go to DCBService.com. Yes, very good. If you don't have a local store, very good, they, and they help you. Or um, your local store is crap. So, um, so you probably heard us mention on previous shows and stuff like that with uh, the, the new and improved iFanboy.com, which is getting better every day. Um, has got the great uh, ability for you to go register. If you haven't registered, go to iFanboy.com, click in the upper left-hand corner to register and make an account. And you can pull your comics every week, and then you can come back and you can uh, rate them and write a review of them. Um, and so we wanted to highlight a couple of the the the, the more interesting reviews. I would like to read the first one. Okay, I read away. this one directly after reading Josh's pick of the week. Like literally, I clicked on this right after. <laughs> Gobo he reviewed Green Lantern twenty nine, which was the pick of the week. He gave the story a two out of five, and they are at a four out of five. And he Ouch. says, "We've seen Hal's origin a million times. We do we really don't need to see it again. Just pick up New Frontier if you're really curious." I know what Connor's going to say. The art was pretty strong, but honestly, there are much better ways to go back and tell some of Abinster's story than rehashing an origin story that's been told countless times already. John's is better than this. It was incredibly disappointing. Wow. Now, this is not a minority opinion. Anti-power. I mean, it's not a majority, but enough. I've heard this from enough people this week as well. Yeah. Um, some people felt like they were reading it again. I'm guessing those people have been reading the book for a really long time and know it very well. As opposed, and sometimes you have to make. Didn't we just have this conversation like twenty yeah, minutes no, ago? No, no, but, but okay. <laughs> I'm just checking. I, I'm just saying that his points, his points valid, yeah. except for uh, the New Frontier thing, because that's not actually Drink. the same, right? Yeah, but it's not, it's not in But we wanted to, you know, yeah. if you, you can, you can certainly have a different opinion. Of course, that's fun. Um, so our next review comes from Leland two two two, who wrote a review for Wolverine First Class number one, and he gave the story a three out of five and the art a four out of five. And Leland two 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 says, "Why exactly is this book called Wolverine First Class? It's only the first issue, but it's very apparent that Kitty Pride is the star of this book. This is a good thing. I feel like this title is going to be written off as a book for little kids. Maybe it is. Who cares? What we get in this book is a young Kitty Pride fresh at Saviors and Grumpy Wolverine. Let the banter begin. Well, and it's called economics. <laughs> and calling a book Wolverine first class means it's going to sell much more than a book called Kitty Pride first class. 
Quinn. Way more. But years of reading comic books have taught me that Wolverine works way better as a supporting character than a main character. Well, he's well, he is did not. Did you read the Wolverine Millerish miniseries? Yeah, and yeah but I mean that's that's Wolverine every once in a while. Solo series is great. Yeah. No, Wolverine Solo series is a great is a is a good run of uh, of issues. But yes, Wolverine works, works well too. Well, he works on well on a team as a secondary character. Yes, but in yeah. this he is he is not the star. He is a it's a buddy roadshow with him yeah. and Kitty. So that's always been a that's awesome. That's always yeah. been a central. This and is sort of a s- companion book to X Men First Class, which I, I when I saw this get solicited and come out, I thought it was great. I was like, I just I was like, yay! I thought the art was kind of yes, okay. That was the one thing that turned me off about it. And the story was good, but not as good as the guys who do X Men First Class. Yeah. But this is basically the next first class. The mm-hmm. yeah. the um, so really not, all new different. It's not they all do all different X Men. Well, I guess it is Wolverine's first class. But yeah, it's not. so it's like Wolverine and Kitty Pride, and it's the, actually Wolverine just flying first class back and forth across the yeah. country. So. <laughs> more champagne, sir. And you can't deny the chemistry between Wolverine and Kitty. They've got a no. good relationship. They've got it's a fun, it's a fun little thing. And yeah. it was so. it was it was an okay. But little you know book. what? Let's make it Rogue in the movie. What the heck? <laughs> so, um, so if you have opinions on these comics or any of the comics we talked about or any of the comics that came out during the week, go to ifanboy.com. Like we said, go register. You got it. You, you, there's going to be some great stuff coming for registered members of ifanboy.com. So you got to be registered to be there for it. So upper left hand corner, click register, then click on comics and go write your reviews. It'll be fun. Um, and when you're done there, <laughs> um, you could go check out foocomics.com, which is a website that uh, is uh, catered for, created for comic book stores and their customers to help give their customers c- complete control over their subscriptions and pull lists. Um, stores can easily manage their customers' subscriptions and figure out what they need to order, all that kind of stuff. And you as the customer can you know, have better control over your orders through your store. Um, it was created by a comic collector, so it's, you know he knows exactly what everybody's looking for, or so he hopes. And um, the best part is that it's free. So head over to foodcomics.com forward slash iFanboy to learn more. And if you feel as if your store needs some help with their ordering processes, maybe this could help them. Um, so, yeah. So talk to your store. Yeah, exactly. Email. Email. Emails. Uh, I will read this because it's addressed to one of us specifically. Okay. Uh, and Craig from Chicago says, <clears throat> Connor, I'm oh. going to read Batman... I'm not going to read. I'm not going to read Batman Rip, Rest in Peace, whatever. It's the Morrison's Death do, of do Batman you want me to story. Read this? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, unless you endorse it. So Ooh. you've got all the power here, Connor. I've yet to hear anything about Morrison's last attempt on turning on turning his run around. Dini on Detective is a star, most issues, but Morrison, I know you like the Joker issue. I honestly couldn't get all the way through the prose. And the Club of Heroes was a snoozer, so I dropped Batman. I hope you'll offer some insight on this. So what do you think, Connor? People he... can't get over that Joker issue. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Long time ago. Yeah, I, when I saw the full-page ad for um, Batman R.I.P., yeah. I, I gasped. Yeah, so did I. Because I thought yeah. that was debunked. And I thought of you. I thought of you. I gasped as well. I thought it was debunked. Um, yeah. This is uh, a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't faking that. He rubbed his head. First, um, first of all, I think, Craig, you should probably not use me as a barometer because these stories you hated, I loved. I loved the um, Club of Heroes. I thought it was a genius. It was a way of tying up all these old Batman. You know, there was a lot of wacky stories in Silver Age. Batman meant lots of international versions of Batman. You know, British ones and Latin American ones. And he brought them, Morrison brought them all together. As a Excuse club me, of- Mr. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh, oh, man, I'd love to do that for an hour. <laughs> um, uh, and and so I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was one of the great great three issues of his run. So if you didn't like that and I did, you probably don't want to go with my opinion of Batman. Mr. Wow, Mr. this Beast. sounds like a cop-out. Well, I can tell we've got different tastes. Are you going to read Batman R.I.P.? Of course like, I Like, how do you feel about it? 
Well, I don't think they're going to kill him, so now I'm just curious what, what he's going to do with it. Is he going to reinvent Batman by killing him and then reinventing him? All right. He's going to go through the Lazarus pit. <gasps> no. He'll come out How crazy. obvious is that? This is Grant Morrison we're talking but, about. But, Craig, I will be reading it, and I will be reporting on it, so, so you can, read you can, you can yeah. um, judge your opinion from what I say. And that was a great joke, Rich. I went back today and reread that <laughs> pick of the week and the, the comments underneath it. It was yeah. epic. It was epic. It was an that was epic a hate in that. that was in a good one. We need another one of those. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, give me a couple. It was like 95 comments on that. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, our next uh, email comes from Heinrich from Stockholm, Sweden. Um, and I don't know why I did that with a German accent. It's, it's, it's Henrik. Henrik. Henrik from Stockholm. Um, I'm planning to pick up Ultimate Spider-Man or Invincible as I'm looking for a solid superhero book, and I've heard good things about both. I'm going to start buying the hardcover editions, and I'm going to commit and buy all the follow- following collections as I'm pretty sure I will like whichever title I end up with. Which of the titles would you guys recommend? I don't really care that there are more than twice as many issues as Ultimate Spider-Man out there as I have the time and hopefully the money to start <laughs> collecting. So Invincible or Ultimate Spider-Man and why? Well, not to cop out. If you've got the time and the money, just do both. That's what I was thinking. That's yeah. I mean, why deny yourself? Why? Yeah. Two why, great why, do, why would you pigeonhole yourself and keep you from being able to enjoy you know, the, the wonderfulness of but both let's, books? Let's play the game then. Okay, fine. You only can choose one. Which one do you choose to read? Josh. Ugh. Ron. I, Ultimate I, Spider-Man. I think I would go with Invincible. Mm. Yeah, I'd go Ultimate Spider-Man. Why? Um, because it's... I don't know, because there's something about it that just feels special to me. And say something about Invincible feels special to me too, but I don't know. I just I like that mm-hmm. Ultimate Spider Man is bigger. Like uh, yeah. you know what I mean? Not big bigger in the sense of hundred and twenty. You're getting issues. an epic tale if you read yeah. it all at once. And, and the thing is and Ultimate Spider Man has has made me cackle more than Invincible has. Yeah, but Invincible has made me go, Ooh True, more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a really it's a toss up. It's would a little coin. They're both very similar in their vibe. reaction. Yeah, yeah, like the reaction that causes in me is very similar. I, w- I don't, I don't like making a choice, but I think if I had to, I choose um, Spider-Man simply, simply for the epicness of the. I mean, you're getting, yeah. you're 120 something issues so far. Right. Of so you're getting eight years worth of co- great comics all by one guy, and it's, yeah. he's been able to tell an epic story with it. Um, totally, totally. But I mean, I love Invincible. I know it's one of our favorite books. It's like you, uh, you're asking me to choose between children. I know. <laughs> So I choose choose, be, choose between me or Josh. Who? I choose who? Gordon. <laughs> Hell is for children. He's the eternal cop out. All right. So if you have any, if you want to put us in any other um, uh, situations where you make us choose between one or the other, you can email us at contact at ifanboy.com. And choose. I know, and stop making it. It hurts. Um, so contact at ifanboy.com. We like and entertain all emails. I choose Josh. Um, onto the I'm voicemail. Not a Pokemon. <laughs> onto the voicemail. Our yes. First voicemail. Uh, Calls me out. Hey, this is uh, this is Will, um, and I just uh, have a question for Ron. Um, why you got to be hating a Brubaker, man? Um, seems like every time a Brubaker book comes up, you're always the one that sort of like cast disparaging remarks on it. Like uh, Daredevil, you've pretty much been like totally negative on, and like the same thing with the Iron Fist discussion last week. I mean, I know Connor was also down Iron Fist too, but. Um, then when you come to books like Captain America, you know, Ron and Con- I mean, Josh and Connor, they're just, you know, they can't, they don't have enough to say about it. And you seem almost like you don't want to admit that it's good. And like, then Criminal, you know, Criminal was incredible two weeks ago, but all you talked about was how you didn't like the new numbering system. Um, like how they were starting with a new, uh, number one. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Um, why you got to hate the best writer ever. Uh, thanks. Have a good week. Bye. Ron, why are we better than you? 
<laughs> Why do you hate so much? <laughs> I didn't think I lo- I love Brubaker. I, I I don't think I hate. I, I I was the one defending Daredevil just now. That's a fluke. <laughs> Let's ignore that and get to the facts. You hate Brubaker. I don't hate Brubaker. I really like Brubaker. I may, maybe I just hold him to a high regard. I love, his, Ron, I love his X-Men. The thing about Ron is he obsesses over lettering and numbering. It's true. And that's what makes Ron Ron. I just don't know if you're building a brand with Criminal, why do you go do a second volume and a first issue? Because, because he's trying to break the mold. He's, no, 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 no. He's not trying to break the mold. He's trying to keep from getting canceled. Or try keep from making it a, a failure. Good. Which is, yeah, which is fine. Yeah, but don't say you're trying to break the mold. Come well, on. he is. He's trying to break the mold. He's doing the same yeah, cop right. out that they it's did that we all got yelled. Yes, thank yeah, okay. you. Yes. All right, all right, yeah, all right. All right. Thank you, Jesus. But no, I, I, Brubaker is one of my favorite. I think he's great. I think he's amazing. I think Captain America is consistently good. I don't think it's the second coming like you guys make it out to be, but I think it's good. It's the best Marvel series that's been going for the past several years. I, I even said that on the mini a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I said it's one of the best comics Marvel's been putting Why out. Why are you so defensive? <laughs> Next voicemail. <laughs> do you or do you not know about the presence of weapons in the home? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what was that? Where was he I don't going with that? Arnold for a second. <laughs> All right, next one has something to do with uh, with you, with me, me, and Mark Bagley, and the Green Lantern. Uh oh, <laughs> that's like a the trifecta. It's like a funny movie. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, Mark Bagley, and Green Lantern had to get cross country in four days. Can put, they do it? <laughs> put that pencil down. We need gas. It's, mid- it's midnight run three. I know. <laughs> there was no two. Still running. Yes, there was a two. It had Christopher McDonald in it. <laughs> Christopher McDonald played the De Niro role. Uh, Shooter McGavin. <laughs> hey, guys. This is Dallas from Las Vegas. Just love the show. Also love the video show, which kind of leaves me one of my questions. Hey, Josh, how awkward was that Mark Bagley interview? I mean, he wouldn't look at you, and there's times that I think he accused you of being an idiot. I also had a question about the Green Lantern, the Jeff Johns Green Lantern series. I heard you guys talking really good about it, but I just wanted to jump onto it, and I didn't know which – trade I should. I mean, obviously the first trade, but I heard you guys not really like the beginning of it, so which way, which trade should I jump onto? Thanks, guys. Bye. So he's referring to our WonderCon episode um, with Josh's awkwardness with Mark Bagley. That episode was filled with a lot of awkwardness. Uh, did you see James Robinson? <laughs> Body, it seemed that everybody actually, I interviewed really wanted to be there, while everybody Josh interviewed really couldn't have been bothered. Becky Cloonan? Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. <laughs> that was a rough one. You know one. what's funny uh, is that actually the Bagley interviewed sitting there. It wasn't awkward. It wasn't. I gotta give him credit. He was doing commissions. I mean, no, like, he, yeah, he, no he was yeah. doing... He was doing a persona. Yeah. He was doing an act. He was. Yeah, he was doing a thing. He was, he was gracious actually, before and afterwards. He was, he was just great. doing an act. And it's act. funny, like the Robinson one... Like watching it, he's actually turned away from me. It didn't feel like that then until I was watching the video. I was like, he's actually no, physically. It I, was, like I was filming it. It kind of did. <laughs> I, was, I was behind Ron and I felt it. All right. All right but, well, um, no, Bagley was not being mean. He was actually no, very nice. He was just playing with Josh. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Bagley, and Josh called cool Bagley guy. an idiot, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah I, I actually did. Uh, Green Lantern rewind this podcast to about 20 minutes, 30 minutes ago when we talked about Green Lantern number 29, saying that's a great jumping on point. If you want to do it without any homework, that's a good way. If you want to go a little further than that, I believe a Sinestro War. I would I would just say out. anything written by Jeff Johns. We might yes, we criticized the, the it early it early on stuff like that. But if you want to jump on, get anything you can written by Jeff Johns. That's Green Lantern, and that'll catch you. The I rebirth. Just, no. If you if you yeah, really want to get no, caught up, no, I don't think rebirth, rebirth is that bad. Yeah, no, I like the rebirth. Yeah, rebirth, rebirth. I say read rebirth, but then just read the Sinestro Corps after that. It's just too confusing. Just get, you know, there's nothing happened in there. Yeah, You're not true. missing anything. And then you can jump Cowgirl. to the. You can, she was hot. You can no. jump to do rebirth and trade, then jump to the Sinestro trade, and then you're fine. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. So um, so if you have any other questions that you want to call in and bug us about. 
or, or accuse us of accuse things. Accuse us of something. Accuse us of that was awesome. I like being accused of stuff. Yeah, keep more accusations. Uh, call uh, our voicemail line at one. Have you ever been a member of the Communist Party? <laughs> at one, yes, why is just it Kennedy story. asking that? I don't know. That's what senators are in my head. Call at one eight 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 three two six two six nine. They talk fast like a newsreels. Yeah. Oh, my God. Call the voicemail line at one eight eight. At one eight 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 fanvoice. That's one eight eight three two six two six nine seven. What you the hooks at home don't understand is that it's getting hot in this room. It's bad. And we're getting wacky. <laughs> <I'm drinking>. so, <laughs> the hot reference. All right. So um so that's our show, and <laughs> this is a probably a good time to remind you to go to ifanboy.com to check out Josh's pick of the week review, um, where you can read the whole thing and check out um, all the great comic book discussion on there. Pretty much any comic you're reading, somebody's talking about it on ifanboy.com. Yeah, and you're should, reviewing it. You're yeah. reviewing it, so you should join, join, go join the club. Go to the comic section. The comic section. Good and stuff in there. If you see anything on there that you want to buy, you can go to ifanboy.com slash store. It's, all, all, it's got to go. It's everything, everything must go. Uh, if you want to buy one of the books we talk about on the video show or any, anything through Amazon, you go to ifanboy.com slash store and buy through there and help us out without costing you a nickel. Or if you like movies, you go to netflix.com slash ifanboy for a two-week free trial. I'd like to at this point, if you're one of those people who's, who stops listening at this point, why would you do that? This is when it all breaks down. <laughs> I know. This is, this is the comedy. This like is, when you get to the part at the end, you're like, oh, I don't need to hear these. These Listen, these are the most fun for us. It's like, are we going to finish in time? So anyway, uh, there's a video show that we do. Wait. There's a fucking million of them we do. Apparently, <laughs> we do something every single day. Yes, that actually do. occurred to all of us this week. Yeah, no, we, we I, I don't know if we really, I, I said this to Josh Connor, I think and I said to you, we put out a show seven days a week. You find me another comic book podcast that's putting out shows seven days a week. Or anyone. Or anyone. Find any, anybody any medium. putting out seven days a week. <laughs> yeah. It's maybe, insane. Maybe not in straight volume. It's insane. You know. So anyway. But, uh, anyway, so there's a video show, that the, the long video show, iFanboy. That's what it's called, obvious, oh. isn't it? Uh, that comes out every Saturday from Revision3.com, uh, at Revision3.com slash iFanboy. Uh, yesterday, if you're listening to this on Sunday. Epic. 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 We sat down with, with Mr. Darwin Cook for a good half Drink. hour. <laughs> <laughs> See what I was telling you about this part of the show. Um, it was, a, I mean, like, like me and Connor sat there and just listened to him at rapt attention. No, D- Darwin Cook, exposure to Darwin Cook is a life changing event. Yes, I know several people now whose lives have been changed by this man. Uh-huh. And if you watch the show, maybe your life will be changed too. Uh, uh, next week, uh, we're going we're going to the vault in a in a strange yet familiar place. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's a little different than you used to, but also kind of the same. <laughs> So check that out, uh, revision3.com forward slash iFanboy. And also we've got the brand new iFanboy minis, which is Monday through Friday, a little uh, a little snack episode for you of iFanboy. <laughs> <laughs> that was my eyes. Yeah. Like my entire posture just I knew you were going to. Oh, Josh, go. you haven't seen nothing yet. Um, he looked at me when he said it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, you check out every day. If you like comic books, every day you can wake up and there's a new episode for you waiting for you there. One um, to three minutes about anything. Yeah. So um, Or more. <laughs> so it's four you, minutes by accident. Man, Noble Causes is very complicated. Okay? <laughs> um, so, and if you really like the iFanboy show that we do and you want to um, wear it proudly, you can go to jinx.com forward slash iFanboy, pick up a t shirt, um, take a picture of yourself wearing the shirt and pants. And send that to jinx.com. The pants are very important. And they'll send you no. stickers. <laughs> if you want to send in a pantsless I'm picture. another one. No, I'm posting. You send in a pantsless picture, I'm posting on the homepage. I don't know. No. Well, at least a link to it. Yeah. Anyway, yes, so I, I agree with Josh. Jigs.com forward slash iFanboy. Definitely. Um, if you want to send us those emails with the pantsless pictures, you can send them to contact at iFanboy.com. I fully endorse all pantsless pictures. Um, 
<laughs> or send us a call voicemail while you're taking the picture at 888-FANBOYS, which is 326-2697. Please accuse us of things. That was fun. Anyway, uh, um, and also, um, we're out there on all the various social networks. If you go to ifanboy.com forward slash about or go to ifanboy.com, click on About Us, you can find links to MySpace, Comic Space, uh, Verb, Facebook, Twitter, all the fun, wonderful and fun things that we do on the internet. Oh, Twitter. Uh, if you are at home, you're clicking around on the iTunes and you don't have pants on. <laughs> Maybe you want to say, like, hey, this is a pro non-pants podcast, and I would like to give them a five-star review. You could do that at iTunes. You could you could review any of the shows like that. Uh, but m- more importantly, if you're on the web, you know, tell people about it. Tell your friends about it. Talk to people about the, you know, word of mouth is how you guys get this around. And we really appreciate it. Oh, you guys for everything. So uh, thank you very much. To back up about Twitter, um, I know you wrote that post a couple of weeks ago about Twitter, stuff like that. More and more and more comics people get a Bendis now on Twitter. Um, the guy, that guy from Marvel, the H&M guy is posting mm-hmm. stuff about Marvel all the time. And Twitter is becoming a hotbed of comic activity. Yep. So um, go to Twitter.com, check that out, and Twitter.com slash iFanboy for our hotbed of activity. Anyway, <laughs> you don't um, need to reply to everything either. <laughs> okay. Um, and finally, if you like us and um, you want to help us out with uh, giving you content every day of the week, um, you can go to iFanboy.com forward slash donations. Pants ain't cheap. And you can, um, as evidenced by all the photos we're going to get, um, <laughs> you can go to iFanboy.com forward slash donations and you, you can donate through PayPal. Fred. <laughs> You can donate through PayPal through any amount that you would like. Um, so, yeah. It's not even summer yet. It's already getting it's not, too hot It's, for it's this. March, and it's chilly. It's too I'll hot for this. I'm getting meat sweats. <laughs> <laughs> and Scene. until next week, I'm Ron. <laughs> I'm Connor. I'm Josh Flanagan. Did you ever find yourself as a member of any communist <laughs> organization? He wasn't from Maine. He was from Wisconsin. He was from Wisconsin. Do Wisconsin. Ah. Think about cheese. Oh, you know. This That's Minnesota. Minnesota. So what? Same, same fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> I think Tom's going to have words with me. Tom yeah. Caters is on that shit. I'm, right. I'm Josh. Good night, Sally. Goodbye. on Connor standard time. <laughs> Literally, he gets up after me and goes to bed after me, but he's three hours behind me. For a little while, it looked like it was going to revert to some sort of level of normalcy. No, yeah, no, exactly. And I was like, wow, yeah. is he going to... Because you were, you were yeah. like posting at like 9 a.m. I was yeah, like, it was nice. And then, and then now, it's literally like I see him when he logs on, I know he just woke up. <laughs>